I think it's just important to know that we're all models, um, no matter your gender, your race, um, your size, we're all models. Welcome back to The Model Memo. In this episode, I chatted with Samantha Lynn. We chatted of all things on her beginnings in the fashion world, curvy representation in the fashion industry, balancing passions, labels in the industry, the confidence of fashion, as well as connecting with others. So let's get the memo. So thanks so much for being here. I appreciate you reaching out and I'm excited to be here as well. Absolutely. So before we really start this episode, can you just tell us a little bit more about you, what you do, and how you really got introduced to the modeling industry? Yeah, absolutely. So about 10 years ago, I was living in suburban Pennsylvania and I was teaching elementary school. And I decided that I wasn't really happy with that and always wanted to follow my dream of moving to New York City. Um, So I decided to apply to graduate school. And I got into graduate school and decided to make the move. I went to NYU for grad school. So I moved to the city. And while I was pursuing my graduate degree, I was also interning at some special collections and fashion-based archives, actually. Um, So I was kind of more behind the scenes and gathering some historic knowledge and just knew that I really enjoyed fashion. Um, But I also have a degree in history, so it was really cool that I found something that kind of meld them together. Um, So in about 2017, I graduated with my master's in archives and public history, and I was kind of in like a lull period where I was trying to figure out um, my next move as far as a job, and I was shopping like everyone likes to do, you know, a little shopping therapy, (laughs) And, uh, and a girl approached me and just said, hey, have you ever considered modeling? And I was like, Well, of course, I always really enjoyed fashion. I always, um, when I was a kid, I used to have like pretend photo shoots and like (laughs) I pretended I was like, you know, an editor of a magazine. I think my mom still has the evidence (laughs) of some of my catalogs. (laughs) Um, But I've always been really, really a big fan of the whole fashion industry. And I've always enjoyed, I used to take dance classes and theater. So I always enjoyed kind of like performing and being creative. So I was like, well, if that's like an option for me, I was like, but I've always been a tall and curvy girl. Um, So I initially was when I think of like the fashion industry, I think of when I was looking at magazines in like the early 2000s, and there wasn't that many curvy bodies represented. Um, So when I was initially approached by her, I was like, hmm, is this even like a possibility? Um, And this was about um, seven years ago. And so I was like, well, you know, we're starting to see some changes in the fashion industry and it's something I've always wanted to try. So why not? So I ended up getting in touch with um, her agent because the girl who approached me was actually a a plus size model as well. And so I signed with them and I began modeling. Um, I've always been like about a size 12, 14. Um, So that's where I kind of fell and I just really fell in love with it. And I'm still modeling today. And I really enjoy e-commerce modeling. Um, Lifestyle is also where I really feel like I fit 
Um, but I also just enjoy getting creative and also doing any kind of editorial creative projects. I have a lot of friends that are makeup artists and photographers. So sometimes, you know, you really just got to feed your creativity and do stuff on the side just to experiment and explore. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of the roundabout way that I came to New York and also started pursuing modeling. Um, I still do work as a freelance fashion archivist in addition to modeling. So I kind of do live like a dual uh, wow. career life. <laughs> yeah, no, and you're such a multifaceted. I love that you just do so many things and you're an educated woman. You have your master's. Like, that's so, so cool. Congratulations on that, by the way. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. And I'm actually getting like the itch to go back to school. <laughs> do it. <laughs> I know. It's like it's constantly kind of comes up every once in a while. I'm like, hmm, maybe I should like learn something else or like do a certificate yeah. program. But yeah, I think it's really important to just keep feeding both my creative and my academic mind. Absolutely. I have to ask you, there's a lot of labels put in the modeling industry. There's mm -hmm. plus size, there's midsize, there's curvy, like you mentioned. How do you feel about those labels? You know, how do you feel about the word midsize? How do you feel about the word plus size? How do you feel about the word curvy? How do you feel about these labels? And, you know, how do you really translate these labels as a model? Yeah, I think in general, um, you know, they do put us in different categories. And I understand that there's a bit of a logistical meaning to that. Um, but at the same time, I think it's just important to know that we're all models, um, no matter your gender, your race. Um, your size, we're all models. And so when it starts to kind of get broken down into these different terms, it can really put you in these different niches and kind of lock you into boxes, I feel like. So I do find that they can be a bit restrictive. Um, and often I, I, when I first started modeling, I was actually a little less than a 14. I was probably more like around a 10, 12. And I remember when they were like, oh, like you'll be a plus model. And I was like, well, I've actually have never shopped in the plus section. Um, so yeah. I, I found that kind of interesting that even though I've never shopped in the plus size section, that I would be considered a plus size model at the time. And um, yeah, I just think that's kind of interesting that that's how yeah. that would go. Um, I, I'm not sure what the standard is now if things have changed with where the size kind of um, lines are drawn. But I, I think it does put you in a box. Um, but I am glad to see that there's more um, body representation in general as we progress through the years. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I see a lot more of that as well. I mean, it's everywhere, especially on Instagram. I love how Instagram really promotes everybody's bodies. Um, because just like what you said, back in the early 2000s, that representation wasn't really visible. It wasn't really present. Um, but nowadays, it's becoming more present, which I love too, because there's so many people that should be represented and have always should have been represented, even back, you know, when we were kids. Yeah, <laughs> I absolutely know. agree. No, and it's so great. Um, I also do dabble in like the content creating. And I'm sure like as most models, we do because in addition to our professional other portfolios that we have through our agencies, our freelance, we do use those social media platforms to also showcase our personalities and our style and some of our other works that might not necessarily be in those, you know, curated portfolios. Right. And so within that, I've kind of have also found that I've been able to branch out and get to kind of connect with people that are content creators solely, that are also mid-size, plus-size, um, straight-size, 
all the different sizes and it's just so great and i think it's so great for um you know teenagers growing up in this day and age and being able to see oh like these people can also follow the trends and wear the clothes and look at them like shining on their social media and I think that's just so important when I think back of like sitting in my room looking at Cosmo Girl or Teen Vogue, it was very right. much like, ooh, I don't know if I could wear like those jeans. Right. Like, do <laughs> yeah. they even come in my size? Um, right. So it's been great to see the expansion of that and the accessibility. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And the visibility too. I mean, I think it's it's, it's becoming more and more of a um, an image, right? It, with the creativity on Instagram, because you can look at you know, anybody's Instagram and it's so artistic and it's so creative. And that's what I love about seeing, especially models on social media, because it's really kind of like a magazine, you know, you're kind of flipping through these photos and you're scrolling through instead of flipping through, but you're seeing everyone's creativity and how they express themselves. And I must ask you, speaking of expressing yourself and self-esteem and confidence, how do you, you know, express your self-confidence and, you know, what's your take on self-esteem? Yeah, so I think self-esteem and confidence is constantly a journey. It's constantly something that we're evolving in and that challenges us day to day. Um, I think that it can be very easy to look at someone online or someone at a photo shoot and think, wow, they're just so confident. And that might not necessarily be the case. You know, you never know what's going on behind, you know, behind the facade or behind the the powerful um, stance and posing that's happening. Um, but I think overall, uh, especially now that I've you know, gotten into my 30s, I feel like, <laughs> not to sound cliche, but I feel like your 30s, <laughs> you really start to feel like, you know, I really feel like confident in myself. I feel very, um, you know, take it or leave it. <laughs> right. And this is me. And I'm going to pursue things that really bring me joy, that bring me fulfillment, and not worry about the critics so much. I think, you know, it's, easier said than done. And when I was in my early 20s, I definitely felt more self-conscious. Um, you know, I think growing up when I was shopping for clothes, my, mo my mother was a little more modest. So when we were shopping, she would be like, oh, you know, maybe if you wear those, you know, skinny jeans, you might want to wear a top that's a little longer for your hips. She wasn't necessarily meaning it in a demeaning way, but it definitely has stuck with me over the years. And it was something that I kind of when I reached a point where I was buying my own clothes, I was like, well, I'm just going to get whatever I feel, you know, confident in and I'm going to wear it. And actually over the last few years, my mom has been like, wow, you look so great. Like, I really love this outfit. She goes, and it made me kind of sad. She would say things like, I, I could never feel comfortable wearing that. And it was just because she wouldn't feel confident in herself. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's important that even though she is my mother or of an older generation, that our younger generations, we can really help to build up um, people who feel a little more critical about their bodies and kind of help build their confidence and show them that take it or leave it, wear what you want and enjoy that and not have to feel like, you know, all eyes on areas that you feel a little less confident in. Yeah, I love all what you said. I'm like, wow, you know, it's true. You know, you have to wear what you want. And be happy, you know, uplift other people around you as well. You know, kindness goes so far, um, especially nowadays, you know, it's so important to see that kindness and to uplift people as well. You know, um, I don't know if you've ever witnessed this, but 
when you're on the streets in New York City, you know, you'll see someone wearing like a really cool outfit and people will just be like, hey, love that outfit, you know, and you don't even know them. But that's just the way it is, you know. Yeah, I've had yeah. that happen, too. Like even Me when I'm doing like street shoots, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's totally. like all the show's happening. You know, people are walking by, you know, you're out there, you're in your outfit, you're, you know, taking pictures. Some yeah. people kind of just walk by, but other people be like, oh, my gosh, I really love that bag or those shoes or I love the whole outfit. And I think that's something that's so special. I, you know, I think it's really prevalent in New York because we all have such right. eyes yeah. <laughs> to look for the style and to notice those things. And, and walking by, we often see all that kind of happening, you know, the influencers and models taking pictures. And so it's like very easy to just be like, Hey, that's such a cool outfit. And honestly, I think that's such a fun and beautiful thing about our community here. Um, yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. I just had to make note of that because it's so, so, so prominent and it's so true. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I love that. I love that about New York or really any city. I, I love that. Um, so moving on to rapid fire. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. I'm ready. I'm bracing myself. <laughs> okay. Describe your personality. Oh my goodness. Well, okay. I'll go with my usual answer, which is I'm such a Sagittarius, <laughs> which means like I'm constantly doing a million things. I like to stay busy. I like to, like I kind of mentioned before, I have like a very creative aspect that I need to feed. And then I also have the more like academic aspect that I also need to kind of keep um, kind of going on to keep myself feeling fulfilled in all aspects. Um, right. I'm also just like, I'm a little bit of a homebody. <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoy kind of just laying low these days, but then every once in a while I'll have like, like I said, I'm such a Sagittarius. Then I'll have like a moment where I'm like, I just need to be out and about. And like, I want to wear a cute outfit and sip an espresso martini. Like, so, you know, it, it goes hand in hand and kind of alternates. Um, so I'm constantly kind of just evolving and just following what I want to do, I guess. <laughs> But yeah, a true Sagittarius. No, seriously, I'm a Gemini. Um, so I'm a little bit, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm very like ambitious, but I definitely have, like like that that edge to me, you know, that Gemini edge. Um, yes, yeah, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you gotta embrace it. <laughs> I have a few friends that are Gemini. So. Yeah, how's your experience yeah. with them? No, I think we gel really well. <laughs> I think good. actually, I think our signs are pretty good and compatible. I mean, nobody quote me on that. I'm not really super into horoscopes <laughs> or zodiacs, but uh, what yeah. I've found with my personal experience, it's been great <laughs> that's good yeah no I'm not really into it either but it's some it's fun like it's so funny because I've always wanted to be more in tune with just like zodiacs and horoscopes and all that but maybe that's going to be my new year's resolution to get more yeah into it can be like a little hobby <laughs> on the side for yeah. 2024 <laughs> totally no that's it's too funny um if you could change one one thing about the modeling industry what would it be and why well, so I think it's already kind of changing, like I said, like a slow progression, but I have still experienced this personally myself. Um, just being like the only plus or midsize girl on set. Um, it, I think it's important to continue to have the industry grow and having representation of all body sizes and shapes um, and not just having the one plus or the one midsize girl. Um, I think it, it's important to continue that growth. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I second that. What inspires you? 
Oh, goodness. Well, actually, my mom, really, um, she really does inspire me. We uh, we're very close. We always have been. And I think she's just such a powerful woman. Um, She really knows how to stay organized, how to stay on top of things. Um, But then all the while, you know, taking care of everyone else and then herself last. But she is just such a big heart and um, I just really always look up to her and how she managed through some tough times and has really come out just like super strong. Um, One thing that was super encouraging that my mom did, speaking of like education, I guess maybe this is part of the reason why I have like a fire underneath my bottom to get more education (laughs) is that my mom, um, actually her biggest regret was that she hadn't finished undergrad and just a few years ago, she went back and completed her degree, which I oh, think was awesome. amazing. And, you know, it's so difficult when you're working a full-time career and then doing that and going back later. Right. Um, and she did it and she nailed it with honors and everything. So, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Well, congratulations to your mom. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's doing it. That's awesome. I love that. And lastly, what is one piece of advice you give to any aspiring model who wants to make it in the industry? Okay. Well, I would say you definitely have to have tough skin um, because you're going to be told no, but don't let those no's stop you. Continue to pursue your dreams. Sometimes take a break, make sure you're taking care of yourself. But then if it's something that you really, really want, just keep going for it. Keep building your portfolio, keep posting on Instagram, keep feeding your creativity and just putting yourself out there. And I really believe that if you do that and you really manifest, you'll find your correct path. Yes. And keep evolving. Don't be afraid of reinvention. Yeah. Flexibility. You got to change it up sometimes. You never know. Like you'll get thrown a curveball. Yeah. And then you'll be like, oh, I never thought I could do that. And then there you are. You're you're booked and you're doing something that you never thought you would be doing. So yeah, definitely evolving and allowing expansion of your career too. Yes, absolutely. Well, Wow. Well, thanks, Samantha, for joining the Model Memo. This has been such an amazing conversation. I'm like, wow. (laughs) I know. I told you I could chat and talk your ear (laughs) off. So hopefully, hopefully I didn't talk too much and just gave enough of a snippet and some of, of my points and got it across within our conversation. Oh, my gosh. No, we needed to hear this. And I must ask you, where can people find you on social media? Absolutely. I am always on Instagram. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, (laughs) but I love Instagram. So you can find me there at Samantha underscore Lynn, L-Y-N-N underscore official. And that is where you can find me. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining. And again, this has been such an honor and I look up to you so much. And I'm sure so many other people look up to you too. It's been such an honor talking with you. Oh, you're making me blush. Thanks so much, Nikki. <laughs> I, I, I also look up to your career and your amazing aspirations. And I see that you're building this podcast. So that's really cool. Um, I can't wait to see where you go next.